What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Redemption Youth Podcast. Today is super exciting. Uh, I'm finally back from a bit of a holiday, a honeymoon, as I just got married, and I've just been super pumped. And honestly, it's not because I was just strategizing youth the whole time I was away, but just because somehow, you know, God just does the most amazing things in the times when we least expect it. And my heart is just so full with excitement for this next season. And I'm just super keen to see what our amazing God is going to do and how he's going to impact um, my life, your lives, most importantly, and just the, the lives of the people in this generation and not the next generation, the now generation. I don't think we need to wait to make an impact or to um, be the people that God wants us to be. You can be the person that God has called you to be today, right now in your circumstance Maybe you don't have a full-time job, maybe you don't have a career yet and you're not at varsity or you don't think you're an adult yet, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't want to use you and work in your life right this very moment. And I'm super pumped for today's uh, recap because Pastor Josh preached an absolute belter of a message yesterday, um, at least for me. It was just it was just amazing. I really enjoyed listening to it and just the message was just fantastic. So. Um, the message that Pastor Josh preached was uh, Way in the Wilderness Part 4, and the specific title for this sermon was called Dig a Ditch. And immediately it's like, why would I want to dig a ditch? Like, whenever you hear the word ditch, it's like, it's not like thinking of a hole or like a, you know, like the pavement or something. Like, when you think of ditch, you just think of like someone being down in the dumps. Like, it's yeah it's on the side it's where things are just thrown and where water just collects on maybe the highways or on the side of the road or it's just a random hole where things get stuck it doesn't sound very profound it doesn't sound uh very important why why does god want me to dig a hole that more often than not is an actually an inconvenience and a, a bit dangerous but uh, it's it's really awesome because in the scriptures that we that we're gonna go through, uh, Pastor Josh explains that yeah it's also so it's digging a ditch because one of the prophets tells um, people in the story to dig a ditch, but it's actually like like dig a well. Um, but it's amazing because there's just such a an awesome season ahead for us, uh, and the God is really speaking so profoundly to Pastor Josh and to our church. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, our vision sermons from the beginning of the year, um, you know, with regards to the our Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 19 verses, which speak about uh, God is going to make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and all that kind of stuff. And he's going to do a new thing has just really been on point this year. And it's been a difficult year. Yes, definitely. But that's why God gives us these words. It's not like. God is saying you're going to be on cloud nine the whole year and gold bars are going to be raining from uh, the heavens and everybody's just going to be rich and, and and prosperous all the time and we're all just going to feel good. The reason why God gives these words to us is because he's actually trying to prepare his chosen ones, us who are in him, who have Jesus, to like cope and thrive through these trying circumstances. And this message is an even deeper like deeper way of going into that because uh, it's about a story that is well pastor josh starts with this story from uh the book of second kings chapter three and it's about a king called uh i think it's either the king 
I think it's the king of Israel because the king of Judah is different. So at this point um, in the history of Israel as a nation, they actually have been kind of split as a nation where there's the kingdom of Judah and there's the kingdom of Israel. And I think this is the kingdom, uh, the king of the kingdom of Israel. His name is King Jehoram. And um, he's uh, going to have a battle with a country called uh, Moab, the land of Moab. And they're like one of Israel's biggest... um, you know, like, yeah, people that are against them, one of their biggest enemies, there we go. And in this uh, battle, he, he seeks help. King Jehoram seeks help. And he's also not a very good king. He's not a king that's seeking after the Lord. So Israel's kind of in a dark space at this moment. And so he goes out looking for help from the king of Judah, with whom he's not really that close friends, and the king of Edom. And so the king of Judah at this time is King Jehoshaphat. And, um, yeah, they're, they're going to battle against Moab together and they find themselves in a desert valley and there's no water there. And so, I mean, obviously it says it's a desert. It's not like this is a lush rainforest there. Yeah. They're in a desert valley. And so they need water for, um, the people that are traveling with them and the, the animals that are with them. And so they say that they need to go and speak to one of the prophets of, um, like the old times and so they find the prophet Elisha and in the middle of this valley um, Elisha says to them like one of the first things he says to them is, is really amazing because they're obviously in this losing kind of circumstance where they're going up against a really terrifying uh, nation that are constantly coming up against them so what they do is they actually yeah, they, they're really seeking help and, and now they're even looking to God for help and which they weren't really previously because uh, King Jehoram is n- notoriously not really with God and not for God. He worships a lot of idols and he does a lot of, um, you know, uh, dingy kind of things um, in, in Israel. And so he's not exactly this king that's ultra favored by God and who listens to God. But now as he's facing this circumstance where he could die and his nation could be taken over he's like god is his last resort but god still shows up so what the prophet elijah does is he kind of wants to calm down the situation and in verse 15 of chapter 3 um, he says get a musician and it's so awesome because they're getting in a musician for worship and it's and it's so important for us like sometimes we need to stop and, and you know what we can't all just go and get a musician and that kind of stuff like physically like just go and grab one of the worship leaders at church but um you know we are also blessed to be able to live in this age where there is so much music available online and so much worship available online you know you can go listen to redemption worship hillsong uh elevation worship bethel and and so many others online and um and get into the presence of God and really let God speak to you and calm you down. Or, and, and you know what worship really is about and why the prophet Elisha really wants the, this to happen? He doesn't just say, okay, yeah, I'm going to summon, well, not summon God because you can't summon God. But like I'm going to call upon God and ask him to defeat this army. What he first wants is to shift the atmosphere. And that's why he gets this uh, musician because worship isn't about... worship isn't the answer you know you're not going to be able to walk into an exam and suddenly yeah just throw on worship music and and suddenly all the answers are going to flood into your head because that's not how it works mostly because you're not allowed to take any music or cell phones or anything into exams but also just because 
God designed worship to shift our focus from our circumstances onto his goodness and his person. And so worship is actually about magnifying Jesus, magnifying God. So they're trying to, what Elisha wants to do is for these kings to shift their perspective from the battle that's ahead and the valley that has no water to, to God. And so in the, in the next verse, in verse 16, then Elisha tells them that they need to dig ditches. They need to dig wells in this valley. And so now they're in this desert valley and, um, they now need to dig wells and wells are for water. And usually when you dig a well, there's uh, there, you're digging into a water system, but they're not in a valley that has like lots of trees and stuff. And, and usually where there's trees, there's already underground water. They're in a desert valley. So imagine like a, a valley, like a Grand Canyon where it's, except, I mean, the Grand Canyon has a river flowing through it, but minus the river, but you're in like an actual desert kind of place. And this valley is just like sand dunes and, um, you know, what a desert looks like. And so they're in this desert and they get told to dig wells in a place where there's no water. And it's amazing. And it gets so good, guys, because, um, yeah, they, they need water during their conquest. And why do we need water? And what is a water a picture of in the Bible? It's not really just hydration and the practical needs of water, but it's a picture of, of God, his Holy Spirit and life and, um, you know, just everything that God brings to the table. Because, I mean, water is so essential for natural life and God is so essential for spiritual and natural life as well. And so they they need this water, not just practically for their soldiers, but as a you know, we need water in our lives. We need the water of the word. We need the water of the spirits. We need the water of God and the, yeah, just to give us life, to give us a chance in, in, in the world that we live in. And so they're digging all these wells. And I mean, it's not digging. There's going to be water. It's he, Elisha tells them to dig multiple ditches and multiple wells because they're going to somehow supernaturally fill up. It's not going to be um, this is a total practical thing to do because if the kings um, could have done it by themselves naturally, they would have done it already. So they're in this space, and the the last thing you do is start digging wells in a, in a in a desert because there's obviously no water. But because they're doing what God is telling them to do, it's amazing because in verse seventeen it says, like basically God says, you won't see any physical signs of the manifestation of water. You won't see any clouds. You won't see any wind. You won't see any rain, but those wells are going to fill up. And like, it's like, we're all expecting when we go to God and that, that everything around us is going to start lining up and everything is going to start making sense and everything's just going to start going really well. And we're going to see it progressively happen. You're like, oh my gosh, I can see that. And, and that how God's next step is going to take me to my destination. But actually in this story, we're actually seeing that God is like, you're not going to be able to see any of it coming. And suddenly it's boom, it's going to be there. And that's amazing because I mean, yeah, God doesn't, God doesn't genuinely do the same thing twice in a row. He doesn't work the same way twice um, because he's not predictable and he doesn't want to be predictable. He wants to be um, you know, not like, yeah, he wants to be dynamic. He wants to be different and he doesn't want us to be able to just use a formula to, to get to him or a formula to get to the things that he wants to give us because relationship is not formula driven. Relationship is organic and real. 
And so God is always doing things differently in the Bible. I mean, even just the way Jesus heals people in the New Testament, one time he can speak over someone's kid that is not even in the same region and that kid is healed. Another time he walks into a house and he heals a child. Um, And another time there's someone that isn't part of Israel and he tells this person who's basically asking for healing for her daughter to, she's like, please heal my daughter. I know I'm not part of Israel, but, um, and it, and Jesus says like, it would be wrong to give the dogs, the food that I meant to give to the children at the table, which he, he's talking about Israel. And then she's like, yeah, but even the dogs can eat the scraps that fall off the table. And he said, wow, you had great faith. And he healed her, her daughter who wasn't even there. And I mean, even this one time Jesus was, uh, near a, a funeral that was happening and he raised the kid from the dead. And so there's so many different ways that Jesus healed. I mean, even one time he, he spat on his fingers and he touched a guy's eyes and he was, he, he, he was like half healed. And then he touched his eyes again and then he was fully healed. So like even God does things in, in installments, you know, but it's mostly, it's not about how God did things. It's him showing us that he is faithful. He always shows up, but he's not going to show up the way you're expecting him to show up. And so it's amazing because yeah, in this story in second Kings now, we're, they're looking for, they need this water in the valley and God miraculously fills these wells from literally out of nowhere. And sometimes we feel like our lives are a bit like deserts that there's no purpose. There's no life. There's no greenery. There's no goodness, but I want to tell you today that God is saying that dig your wells of faith, have faith in him, give him that mustard seed of faith, and he's going to make it grow. He's going to fill that well inside of you. Like you sometimes feel like, Lord, I'm so empty. Even there's maybe that well, there's that ditch in our hearts. There's that ditch in our lives. Lord, I don't have, I don't feel like I have any purpose. Lord, I don't feel like, I don't feel like living anymore. I don't feel like being part of this. And there's that big gaping void. Just go to the Lord with that well, and He will just supernaturally fill it. Just go to the Word, the water of the Word. Go to God. Just spend time with Him, and He's going to fill it supernaturally. He's going to fill you up because He loves you, and you need to expect that from Him. Like, if you're not even expecting God to just love you right now because you feel so unlovable, at least expect God to do some sort of work in your life. Expect Him to make it a significant step in your life because he will make a significant act in your life and you know he he can he's so able it's so easy for him and he he wants to do it he wants to love on you he wants to bless you he wants to fill those dry areas in your life he wants to fill those wells in your life with the water and love of of himself you know and so i love it because it, it it is it's just our god is amazing he's so He's so he's so unpredictable in a good way because it it, it stops us from needing to know how things are, are going to work out, and it stops us having to overthink about them because we know like I'm never going to be able to figure out God, so I might as well try stop trying and just enjoy Him and just enjoy life and and seek Him and at the same time he, I just know things are going to turn out good because He's walking with me and I'm walking with Him, and I love verse 18 because it says. It's so, it's like so cheeky. It's just like, but this is only a simple thing for the Lord for he will make you victorious over the army of Moab. So it's like, you you think that, that God filling up these empty wells with no rain and no wind and no clouds is difficult. 
no ways it's so easy for him and the battle that's ahead of you those really difficult things that you're dreading they're also already a victory in God's mind. He's already given you the victory. He's already spoken amazing things over you. And he's going to take you there. And I just find that absolutely amazing. And so Pastor Josh said, like, cool, yeah, there's this whole COVID situation. It's really terrible. And, and it has been an absolutely horrible season. But we will come out gainers because of God. Like God's church, God's bride, the Lord's bride, we are going to come out better than before and yet yes we've definitely lost people along the way and we don't want to be insensitive and it's been really tough it's been really hard and we never want to go through this again but i want to i want to speak into your life that i know it's it's been terrible and it doesn't look like there's light at the end of the tunnel but god is saying that there's even better after this there's going to be more restoration there's going to be more in our relationships and our friendships it's going to be better there's going to be more provision there's going to be more protection god is giving us more than we could ever hope for or imagine and the only way we get that is just by faith because practically yeah we're not gonna we don't see it like god how is everything going to get better how how is everything going to turn around how am i going to be the thing the person that you're calling me to be but i just want to encourage you it's one day at a time it's one step at a time and it's only by faith in God. He can do it. And you need to resolve it within yourself that the Lord can do absolutely anything. And that he is the God of the entire universe. That he is all-powerful, all-knowing, and he's everywhere. And he can and will work things out for your good. So just keep on holding on to that. Keep believing that. And together, we're, we're going to see God do amazing things in this family, in this church family, and in our own families, in our, in our practical families because that's what God wants to do. God God is into the church prospering and us just becoming the most abundant and shining light in the entire world because the world is so dark and the church and the bride of Christ needs to be the light. And so just stretch out to him. Pastor Josh alluded to a story in Matthew chapter 9 verse 21 to 22 where it's about that woman that had the issue of blood and she just reached out to Jesus and she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment i'll be i'll be healed and it's just you know you just reach out to him just lord help me lord i'm just coming to my bible today i don't even know where to start but i just want you to help me i'm coming to the version bible app lord I, I don't even know what bible plan to read just help me lord i'm just listening to this worship song right now i feel so empty i don't know what to do i don't know what to think i don't know what my next steps are i don't know what the purpose is for my life help me you can be empty and go to god you you are totally allowed to not feel okay in god's presence god's not expecting perfection of you he wants to give you perfection he wants to breathe life into your life and he wants to do good things in you and through you he's not expecting you to come and do good things for him so let's get excited because pastor josh said this is this is the time to trust god more now than ever and he said, and Pastor Josh said, prepare for supply, prepare for goodness, spend time in God's presence and actually expect him to come through. Expect God to help you. Expect God to love on you. Expect God to speak to you. And he's going to prepare for it. And how do we prepare? We just need to start spending daily time with Jesus and just letting him love on us and speak to us. 
And if you need help spending time with Jesus in the, every day, ask for help. We're here to help you. Please don't think that you're on this journey alone. Yes, you're in this journey with God and God is the best possible person to be journeying with. But he's also given you brothers and sisters and leaders and people that love you and are there for you and want to help you. So please reach out to us. And I love Pastor Josh said, he said, double down on God in this season. Like even though looking to God seems ridiculous in this time and somehow we need to be preparing in some other way. He said, double down on God, go all in. Don't, don't leave anything behind. Let's completely just look to the Lord for absolutely everything in every moment because he can. He's so able. He's so willing. He's so good. And get connected to a community that believes the same. If you feel like you're not surrounded by people at school that are helping you with your faith, that are not helping you feel better, that ultimately are dragging you down and not drag and not pushing you up towards your calling and towards purpose and, and just affirming you and all that good stuff, then please jump into one of our communities, jump into our small groups and and get just plugged in we and get connected we just we want to be there for you we want to help you out we want to pray for you we want to see god do amazing things in your life and we want to help you journey towards everything that god has for you so i hope that this has blessed you if it has please send it to someone else and if you want to get connected please dm us on our instagram page or you can email us at youth at redemptionchurch.co.za or literally how, however you, you need to find us, however you want to speak to us, just reach out to us. We're totally here for you. And uh, yeah, have an amazing time ahead of you. God has great plans for you. And I look forward to hearing just how good God has been in your life because I know it's going to happen. 